the natural ones. A bunch of good guys doing bad for glory and snacks. It's so weird. I love technology, but I guess I like my D&D and some of my other stuff a little old-fashioned. Oh, I would like, much rather be sitting at a table with you guys playing this on tiles. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Hey, by yeah, the way, guys, just... before we start, happy Valentine's. <laughs> I like it. I like so it. That'd be, that'd be funny if her, that'd be funnier if it was like two and a half feet lower. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So that when last we left off. Yeah. And once again, we'll leave it to uptake. leave it to Croker to uh, give us a visual joke on a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So when last we left off, you guys had been fighting your way or, or making your way rather through the city of Alftrag where magic has gone crazy, uh, which reminds me, I probably need to pull up my random table, uh, but magic's gone just a little bit. No, nutty. No, no, you don't um, have to, you don't have to. Okay. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, but it's more fun when I do. Um, <laughs> you guys ran into, yeah, well, um, you guys ran into Brendan Carth, who you decided to help and sent him back kind of the way that you had come. Um, you went and checked out uh, the area under the palace to kind of see if you could figure out what was going on there and ran into a dragon that turned out to be Nexor Deepwater. Uh, Rolthor and Croker, who had been separated from you, um, managed to find you again. Uh, and have kind of their own little sidelines that, that didn't come out very much last time, but they've got some things going on with them. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where we left out. You guys started making your way back to Brendan Carth. You were going to try and get out of the city. And that's kind of where we left off as you literally were, you, you had made your way back in after fighting a Hydra, um, made your way back to, to Brendan. A Hydra. And you're walking in. So that be where we be. Do we uh, uh, do we see Brendan real like right away? Yeah. So you guys made it back to the original chamber that you had teleported into, um, which was at uh, uh, what's his name's house, the basement of what's his name's house. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that one place where we Dal killed everybody. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That one place. <laughs> yeah. Again. Um, so he is there. He's waiting. He's got about thirty-six or thirty-seven other people with him. Uh, it's very much a mixed group. It's, it's you know, a couple of fighters, women, children. Uh, most are in some way malnourished, um, or at least in, in some sort of, uh, you know, a stage of malnourishment. It's been a rough time for them here. Um, and you guys, that's where you are. You're in, you're in the basement of this place. So at this oh, you point... Can go, oh. Uh, w one more reminder, you did go because you, you left the tunnels for a little while and traveled on foot in the city itself, which was largely rubble. Uh, but you did see a lot of tritons that were uh, caged in these kind of think circus style like wagon cages. Um, you saw hundreds of those, again, all in various states of, of malnourishment. Uh, there were orcs and, and some other things guarding them. All right. So he made his way through all those wacky rooms with his people already, and we're just pretty much ready to go back to the Blight, right? 
I mean, you guys go where you're going to go. So he is he is there. He's got a lot of people with him. Rolthor, how many people can you teleport at a time? That is an excellent question. Well, let me look. Do we have that one we move the train with? Yeah, the mass teleportation. Any creature. I don't think it has a minimum amount of people. It's just a circle that I create. People can go through it. And how big can that circle be? Does it? Do you know? Yeah, forty feet. Forty feet. Oh well, that's that's diameter. Yeah. Oh yeah, forty foot diameter. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's easy then. That is easy. If well, the intention with that spell was when I say mass teleportation was really like a mass, it will take living people, but it was. Well, and I'll be honest, you have to be able to make the circle. Yeah. You'll have to make the circle too versus the circle that's already here that we could just use to teleport people back. I have one scroll for us to get back. How many people GM do you think can fit on this circle? How big is this? Is the circle in the in the room? Uh, with a regular teleportation spell, it, I believe it says how many people you can take back. I'm not sure it's it's. It's like six seconds or something like that, isn't it? So you gotta yeah, so yeah. Like, so it's like six or seven or eight people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Brendan, it is good to see you. I'm glad you made it through the all of those crazy spell rooms did you meet any trouble a little but it was nothing we couldn't handle that is good we we met a giant hydra so i'm glad to see that you made it out without having to fight your way to too difficultly difficultly you see you see his eyes go wide um now we we took to the streets which presented its own problems but we got here very good so we can get you back to the city where we came from but we will not be able to do it all at once okay um which means some of your group may need to spend the night if we can't perform the spell enough times. How many times can you do this spell, Rothar? He should be pretty good. You're muted. You guys haven't used a ton of magic. No, I have all my spell slots, but it's the only spell that I have at fifth level, so I can use it twice. I don't have it at sixth or seventh level, or at least I'm not memorized. I mean, I get to fight. Do you have regular? I guess we go to sleep. Well, but if you have higher spell slots, you can cast up. 
Yeah, you can upcast. Yeah, I just have to switch them out, don't I? No. No. Any spell that you have can, can be cast at 6th level, 7th level, whatever. Okay, so I can do 4. 4. I can cast 4 times. Well, maybe we can get to everybody there today. How many of you are there? Uh, 37, including myself. All right. It's going to be snug, but we will try to get everyone in the end. All right. So, I so suppose, you're going to use the teleportation circle that's already there? Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, we might as well. Okay. Right? And we'll send them to our our one in our layer. Okay. We should send somebody from our group forward with them. I'll Correct. stay behind for the later groups. I with Rolf or whoever we need to have stay back, but I'll be, I'll be happy to stay back. So awesome. Stay back if I need to. Otham and Croker. Well, you have to stay back, Rothor. You have to cast a spell. I can't cast it and go through the circle. No, but yes, but then we can't cast it the next three times without you. <laughs> uh, so selfish. Uh, always thinking of himself. <laughs> I, would, I would think that uh, we can send word ahead that these guys are coming to our servants. Well, Let's send Sprinter, since he is a helpful and knows the layout of our of our lair fairly well. And Otham and Croker, why don't you two go with them as well? That is fine. So in the We're first, just going back to the lair? Yeah, and just uh, keep them keep them there for now until we decide what to do, how to find them homes and such places to stay. Are we all going back? Is that our intent? Is to just I suppose are we, are we ready to go back? <clears throat> Rolthor, you said something. Well, I was trying to, on a side note, I was trying to find my email and I think Errol told you to find a logic razor. Logic razor, that's right. I do need to try and find this logic razor, so I can't go back until I get this done for for Errol. I'm not gonna not get this done for him. I don't think anybody has to go back. We could wait here and complete what we need to do. Well, why don't we send Sprinter back so he can help the people? Yeah. And Meep Meep is Perfect. already there. And as a side note, that way I don't have to Jaeger him. Right. There yeah. you go. No, I, I'm, pick, I'm picking up what you're putting down. No worries. Yeah. I understood. I didn't understand why we were going back. So, well, I just thought we were all going back. So, In the interest of pushing this thing forward, um, Rolthor, you're going to cast, well, you're going to cast how many times? Four times. Four times. So Rolthor's casting four times. Okay. So roll, um, Roll a d20. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay unless he gets the one uh, that says it doesn't work. Uh, 15 with no modifiers. 
Okay. Roll again. Yeah, these whoever's going through the next time on this one, they're going to get sliced in half. Two. Two? Okay. I think it's his random chart that he's looking at. He's not looking at whether or not you're successful. Correct. Oh, okay. Next. Seven. Okay. And final. Fourteen. Okay. So, um, you kind of in order. It there are a variety of odd things that happen, um, but what you do notice is the magic that you use. Uh, it seems to be, you're not sure if it's the spell circle or what it is. It was still difficult to use it, but you were much closer to your intended effect. The, the teleportation circle went off. The spell went off three of the four times. Um, so it the first time the people bamfed away, um, this was the group with Sprinter. Uh, the second time they bamfed away, the third time was a failure, and you still have, we'll call it eight people left. And then the final time, uh, the people bamfed away. So you still have eight people left with you. Amongst them, um, it's mostly, so So Sprinter went with the first group, and Brendan Karth was going to go with the uh, with the last group. He saw the the spell fail and he decided to hang back. So to, to make sure all his people got through. So he is amongst the ones who are left, uh, but you do have eight people who did not make it over. All right. Well, I do have the scroll to get us back. So I have one more to attempt. Do we have any way to talk to back, back at our lair? Well, well, hold on. Could, I mean, we. I know he cast it four times. Can he cast it more than that? No. We only needed to cast no. four. No, he only no, has the spell only slots. Four times. No. But we can always um, rest here. And then well, the tomorrow morning, we can go back. But, but do we, we leave these eight do? people here? Can we, can we not leave these eight? people here get what we need to done and then come back and then I'll teleport out of here after a rest. Well, I can send them back now. I have a scroll of teleport. I know. I'm just wondering, do, do we want to just, do we want to use, waste the scroll? I wouldn't want to waste it in case we need it for something at some other point. Oh. In case like roll Thor dies, then we want to get back. <laughs> or in case I get tired of everybody and I just leave. <laughs> That's I mean, could happen. Yeah. Not outside the realm of possibility. I agree. We should let yeah. the, let everybody just stay. We're we're in a safe place. Safe so, yeah. I, I mean, I look at I look at Crumpton, and, and realistically, I I don't care if they survive or not. I mean, we're going to do what we can to get them back, but I need to find what I need to find, and I feel like we need to save what we need to save for ourselves for case we need it. I hear you. So. I think you're right. I think we should save this 
just in case. So I walk over to Brendan and say, if you could keep your people safe, we have other business that we need to try to attend to here. And we will need to rest. Rolthor will need to rest before he can cast that that difficult of a spell again. So you may need to find a way to stay here for the evening. Okay. Fair enough. Have your have your people look around in the house if you need to. Even though this basement seems highly defendable. We'll, we'll find a way to make it work. All right. Well, we'll Hopefully, we will see you later this evening. Okay. What time of day is it? Now, Azurum, um, it is probably, I mean, you're getting on toward late afternoon, early evening, like five, six o'clock, somewhere in there. Gotcha. And as a reminder, three of you, I know it was Croker and Cronthud, and somebody else um, lost their uh, attunement. Oh, that was me. Well, I was thinking it was yeah. right, actually. Okay. Yeah. Me too. And Croker. No, um, no, yeah, it's a cron, cron no, and croaker uh, and uh, so. Curiosity, during this time when we were doing all this talking and ferrying and things like that, could it be considered for some of us a short rest to try to regain set attunement? So as you are... It, it, I was kind of laying around and not... Yeah, it, it would not be for Cronthud or Rolthor. Both of them were pretty busy. Um, for you... Let's see. One... It would be for you, actually. So, Bright Axes, you kind of find a corner for you to kind of cozy up into, and and you know you kind of you, you put the uh, put the axe down and kind of lean your head against the hilt and, and try to begin your attunement. Um, you feel something kind of tickle at you. Uh, yeah, yeah, not not the good kind of tickle. Where, do you, where, um, where are you, Meep? There's there's something <laughs> from. Like from Croker, you keep getting your your gaze keeps getting pulled to the bag of holding. There's something kind of calling out to you from the bag, um, and you're not. It's just this, you know, kind of you're getting this kind of come to bud head moment. Like it, it just kind of is is. There's something you oh, might I, go over there and I check out the bag. Oh, you saying? He's no. feeling the tingle. Not he's he's feeling I'm it, yeah. that tingle. Um, right. okay. If we have time before there's an opportunity to move, I'm gonna go over to uh, um, Croker and uh,
right. So, uh, what you got in the bag there? Uh, what do you want to know for? <clears throat> well, normally, I don't uh, experience this kind of thing, but you've talked about the way that you kind of feel your your quarry, and I'm feeling something kind of like that right now, and it's coming from the bag. Something's talking to me. Got anything so, new in there? No. Not that I recall. <clears throat> so I take the bag, and I open the bag, and I think about something new. I reach my hand into the bag and rummage around. And you latch on to what feels like a, a, a well, a, a game board. You pull it out, and it's about the size of a uh, kind of decent sized chess set. It's about a foot and a half, two foot square. Um, and it's just a, a nice kind of veneer type wood. It's, it's actually, it's pretty beautiful. It's inlaid with um, some different words kind of around it. And bright axis is definitely what you are after. Where'd that come I, from? If I recall, it was from the Battle with the beholder there, Cronthun's father. <clears throat> so if we've had it that long, then why is it just making, I guess, its presence known now? Have we identified this thing? It's Other been in the bag since we, when, since we left. And you had identified it. You identified it when you were with um, Lithok. And he said it was a game, just a magical game board of some sort. Um, it was, uh, hang on, I'll bring it up. Uh, Tarneps, T-A-R-N-E-P-T, Tarneps Terrific Gaming Board. Um, and nobody had messed with it. You know, he went, okay, it's a game board, big deal, shove it in the bag of holding. It's magical. It's got to be worth something. Um, but this is the first time that it's like, you know, you're just, you're feeling the, the desire to play a game. Am I hearing the Jumanji dice? <laughs> kind of a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's drums. Yeah. It is, it is kind of, play it. yeah, there is this kind of, this, this kind of interesting kind of throb. That's not your normal kind of throb that you're just like, Oh, um, I, I kind of in a mess with that. Is there anything about it that makes me in any way recognize it? Any sort of writing, any sort of uh, runes or caricatures or anything that makes it seem like it would be relevant to me, per se, based on my life experience? No. You see, along one side of the board, it says, I am Tarnept Klar, K-L-A-W-E-R. Another side says, would you like to play a game? The third side says, you don't have to play well. You just have to play better than me. And the final side says, begin. And I hand it over to <laughs> Pridex, and I said, good luck. <laughs> I would like to play Global Thermonuclear War. Oh, <laughs> what a great game. Of course, so it seems like, like that's already happened here in Alftrag, so yeah. You, yeah. we couldn't yeah. do more damage, so. Yeah. Um, are there game pieces or any 
Well, uh, it says begin, but is there any indication as to what that might mean? Have you taken it from Croker yet? Yeah. He handed okay, it you, to me. As soon as you take it from him, the letters on all the wording all the way around um, spark this green uh, kind of, um, I, I don't know the best way to say it, but like this, this, this green kind of energy kind of comes off of them. Um, and you just kind of sit with the game board in your lap and the other guys that are in your group, see you, they just, they see you sit down and you're just staring at this thing. As you look at it, it's like your vision begins to tunnel and you go in and in and in and in and in and in. <laughs> you're in this very quiet space. It's all black around you. You're seated at a really large table and in front of you, go ahead and roll a D four for me. If this is a magic item, don't you have to roll your d20 to see if it went awry? We'll get there. One. One? Uh, are you the DM now? What we're going? Yeah, thanks, In Brian. front of you... Oh, I wasn't going to forget. In front of you appears dragon chess pieces. They're just okay. these arcane energy. And you have the white side... And in front of you, you see what looks like your typical just old mage. Just an old guy, appears to be human, long white beard, sparkly robe, all that kind of stuff. And he sits down and just says, ah, finally, someone to play with. Mm. Your move. Uh, okay. Now, do you know how, does your character know how to play Dragon Chess? Um, I do not have proficiency with said item. Okay, very good. So and he's also dumber than a box of rocks. So well, that's not true. <laughs> he's he's smart in a different way. Um. Okay, I want he's going to gonna use strength. He's going to use strength for his. That's right. He's gonna flip the yeah. table. Flip the he's table. like Chewbacca yeah. on the. Uh, <laughs> oh, chest. Let so, the Wookie win. In the event that it matters, I rolled a twenty on a d twenty. Okay. That's good to know. Um, okay, so I, wanna, I want you to go ahead and roll. Um, I want you to roll five times with disadvantage and just give me your total. On what? Just the total that it adds up to. So roll, roll 2d20. That'll be one roll. Okay. 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 Oh, I got bad rolls. Uh... I got bad rolls. Not as bad as mine. Total number total? 26. 26, okay. So you sit there for quite some time playing with this guy, and you actually have a fascinating conversation. And it's really, a, it's about nothing and everything at once. He kind of goes on just about, uh, you know, just about existence. And he asks you about yourself and asks you a little about kind of your upbringing and things like that. And it's nothing. Does he know too- anything about lanterns? Uh, he doesn't give anything up. You know, he's, he just seems to be interested in you. And as you continue to play and you guys kind of tick pieces back and forth and you're actually feeling really good about it. Um, you feel like you might've worked him into a trap here or there. And for a game that you barely have an understanding of, it's, it's, you feel like you've done pretty well. Um, in the end, he does manage to defeat you. Um, but he just tells you he's had a delightful time with you. It's, it's very strange because it's, it's, 
you're not used to, you know, the contests you grew up with were contests of strength. It was feats mm-hmm. of strength. It was, you know, things like that. Crushing it skulls. was not these, yeah, it was not this kind of mental prowess thing. And what he did is sit down with you and have a good long, um, you know, fairly not academic. That's probably the wrong word, but you know, a fairly in, in depth conversation just about you and who you are. Um, bro bonding. You, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. You feel pretty good about it. Um, you are going to, because of your defeat, um, you are going to have disadvantage on any intelligence saving throws for the next 24 hours, <laughs> which, you know, <laughs> for you, that's not that big of a deal. Right. But, right. uh, but, but it is, uh, you know, you, you do, you do take the, the lumps of defeat. Well, um, but you just feel like this guy, like he's just, he's somebody you could have a conversation with again. Um, and that's really, that's really what it comes down to is you, you kind of, as you, you know, as he says, well, okay, you know, the game is over. It's, it's been fun. We should play again sometime. He excuses himself from the table and your vision just tunnels right back out. And you find yourself just staring at this, this board. Um, Huh. And there was no, there was no effect from the magic table. So you, you really just, you had an interesting conversation. Also, you get a short rest in. No. Okay. Another one. Yeah. Well, and Croker, you get a short rest if you would like one as well. Okay. Um, well, uh, did you guys just see that? What did, what did we see? And how long did it take? He sat down, and for 10 minutes, he just sat down and quietly stared at this board. Everything that happened, the entire conversation, it all happened in his mind. He didn't utter a word. He didn't He didn't wipe that little bit of spittle that was in the corner of his mouth or his snout. He didn't wipe that away. Like, he just sat there. You guys see the, the old guy? What are you talking uh, about? You sat there and stared at the board for 10 minutes while we all sat around. No, I just played my first, first game of Dragon Chess. It was weird. I'm used to well, beating people in the head with contests, not pushing little pieces on a board. Well, that's Are you sure you didn't see anything? No, but uh, I think we've been sitting around here long enough. We probably need to get moving if we're going to find these algorith things. Yes. But uh, are you going to hang on to that chess set? We can discuss it later. Uh, About how big is this thing? It's about two foot by two foot, and then maybe it's not very thick. It's like an inch thick. Um, No, I I think it might ride better in the the, the fancy bag that uh, Croker has, but... uh, I take it back and I put it... Interesting. All right, so you guys decide. I'm assuming do I feel you a tug anymore once it goes away, or is it just you do not? Like you satisfied? feel yep. You feel sated. You're you're good hmm. to go. No tug for my sack. <laughs> okay, good talk. All right, so are you guys gonna wow. mount up? Regulators up on, his, on Croker's sack. Up. Okay. All right, so you guys get moving. Are you gonna be traveling above ground or below ground? I think above ground sounds like a good idea. So, Rothor, do you know where to find what you need to find? 
or how to find it? <coughs> um, I do not know how to find it. At least, um, Carl didn't tell me how to find it. He just told me I'd be able to find it. And I can't miss it. And where to find it, or where to look, or we just ride around it's aimlessly until we find it. It's gonna be right around aimlessly until we find it. Hold on. So you guys have had a few encounters with these. Uh, I think you've had three. I want to say three encounters with these. Um, one was in Dahl Reginald's yeah. house. One was in uh, Terry and Priel's kind of quarters after they had fought you at the at the uh, the little outpost. Right. So those were the three places that you've seen them. You know, Dahl Reginald's place is more or less gone. Well, you're sitting in the remains of it currently. Um, but that's all. I mean, those are. The only three places I could point you toward based on your memories. Okay. Yeah, because I don't, he did not give me any information except that it's the most important thing that I can do for our mission. I just, I don't have any idea where to start because uh, Terry and Priel had some, but she's no longer in the city as far as we know. She's probably with uh, Yedem in the army and they would have taken them with, with them possibly. They're like bodyguards or something. And these things just pop out of nowhere randomly, I feel like. So I'm not sure where we can go to go. find them. I think our best bet is to retrace our steps and go back where we have seen them before and maybe we'll run across one. And who told you this? Ferolt. When did you I see saw him here in the city? Here in the city. We saw him. He was making a deal with, well, Kroger oh, saw him also. Real. Well, um, maybe we should go to the rest oh, of Nostra. gear then and talk to this uh, Nostra. Yeah, I don't know we can go to the rest of the gear. Nostra. I mean, Why I'll be honest. I don't want to stay here any longer than we have to. Magic is all wacky and things are happening that we don't need to be a part of. I, we need to get out of here and Seriously, Feralt put us on a wild goose chase for a random item that we have no idea how to find. It's not the only time he sent us on a wild goose chase. We had to figure out how to take a train back to where he was. Well, he gave us everything for that, that fine. He told us where to find oh. it, how to get it back. We gave us the 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 ability to do the teleport. This seems uh, a he lot more us, random. He, he gave us the spell. We have... We have clues to go on. If you want to go back and face him without it, he'll well, He didn't tell that. me. <laughs> he True. told you to do it. But I'm sure he'll I'm sure you'll feel his wrath either way. He doesn't take kindly to things not going his way. Well, if he's so powerful, why didn't he do it? He has more he has other things to do. Why don't you go ask him yourself? Well, I would if I could, but I have no idea where he is now. He doesn't seem to be anywhere where he needs to be when we need him. This is a very uh, one-sided relationship, I feel like. Real content, I 
could say the same thing about your relationship. What have we gotten out of helping you with your God? He's done nothing for me. Well, what have we done to help him other than take out, uh, we went to Sarthea. But other than that, we were already halfway there when we found that there, the undead was coming back. We're already here in the city. It shouldn't take too much trouble for us to go and at least backtrack a few places. I'm not going to force you to go, but I will go on my own if I need to. Well, I will go, but I don't and, feel I don't I don't feel like uh, we have anything to go on. Retracing. We know our what steps. we're looking for. We we know what we're looking for, and we know where we've seen him in the past. I don't see how that's any different than any of the other things we've gone on after. Karth kind of steps in and says, "What are you guys yammering about?" Some kind of algorithm thing. These creatures that don't seem to be uh, a logic razor. Real things. Yeah. Good luck with that. Those things are uh they're they're not you don't want to fuck with those. What are you talking about? Well we know we've we've met them before to... actually. We're not <laughs> trying to fight it. Then what do you want with it? We need to take him back to the blight so that you can help us stabilize stabilize the blight, according to my master. So the logic razor is that inside of it? Are you or, asking me or are you asking Brendan Karth? I guess I'm asking Rolthar. Oh, I was gonna ask our DM because <laughs> I don't know if it's inside it or not. You guys have seen them used. It's it's a weapon. Oh, it's the it's, weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. it's the pi- it's kind of the, the pike with a lightsaber in. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, uh, and I have to ask something to the DM. I don't remember, and I don't see it in my inventory anymore. So, okay. I did have a I did have the signal whistle that was supposed to bring these things into being. Correct. You, well, no, the whistle, well, did it, bring, it, it didn't mess with it brought in dogs or something. It brought in clockwork, uh, the big oh, burly clockwork things. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. dog. okay. Uh, it might have, it might have brought dog. It, it brought in. It, it brought in the clockwork, yeah, for Captain yes. Thane. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Thane. Thank you. All right, well, well. Our life was so simple with Thane. I suppose if we're not going to go back to the uh, if we're not going to go back to the rusted gear, we may as well go head towards uh, Terry and Priel's place. I think that's our best bet. I'm not saying we run all over the city for this thing. I say we follow a few of our leads of where we've seen them before, and if we see it, we'll get it. If we don't, we'll head back. So, are you guys going to travel above ground or below ground? Guess we'll do above ground. Okay. Yeah. A bunch of randos just walked all the way above ground and survived to got to this house. They did all right. <laughs> okay. So make uh, forty each of, you, of them. Yeah. Yeah, forty of them. Uh, each of you make a stealth check. Thank God it's not intelligence based. <laughs> all wow, right, Brad X. Brad X, what'd you get? Uh, that would be. Mm. 
Um, let me see here real quick. Um, that would be 11. Okay, awesome. Is Awesome with us? Awesome. Awesome. He is, he is, uh, one minute. And all, right. To stop. all right. Trying to unmute. 18. 18. All right. Very good. Croker. A non natural 20. Okay. Dirty 20. Crontad. 12. And Roll Thor. 14. Ooh. Okay. All right, so you guys start moving, and you're headed toward, did you say you're headed toward Preels? Yeah. Okay. So that's basically, that's at the center, it's close to the center of town um, in, in the governmental district. Um, you guys see a lot more of the kind of prison wagons with the Tritons and whatnot. Um, as you pass through the city, you see a lot of guards, although not as many as you would think for as many prisoners as there are the guards you see of are of the orcish and hobgoblin variety um and they are not super well armed they're kind of these these guys they don't look like they're the best kept troops uh or the most well disciplined which is one of the reasons you know kind of explains how you're able to scoot through the city and that last group was able to scoot through the uh, city as well as they were um you spend it's a good two or three hours it's it's now the sun is set uh but before you get to the governmental district, you get to the area that contained her offices and, and a lot of the governmental offices, and a lot of them are kind of crumbled to the ground and, and rubble. You do, however, see the statue of Calcula that you guys way, way, way a long time ago were supposed to have blown up, um, and that Meep's sister, Duster Crack, did blow up on his behalf. And you see the bits and pieces of it around. Um, and you see around that, you, you see a, a couple of figures who appear to be paying homage to it. There's, there's one that's, that has kind of a big blue cape that's knelt down in front of it, um, kind of holding a staff and has its head down. And then you see a couple of others that appear to be pretty humanoid in nature. One's really short, um, and one appears to be a dwarf from, this is from a, a fair distance off that you're looking. So what are they? They it's darkish, I guess. But are they? Yeah, uh, do they look like an adventuring group. Do they look like soldiers? From what you can tell, they look like they're there to worship Calcula or or the remains of the the temple of Calcula, I guess. Rolthor, get your fireball ready. <laughs> it's always ready. Let me see. I love the crunt that's ready to pull the trigger immediately. <laughs> I don't need I'm no I don't need any more you. side quests. <laughs> let's get this let's get this crap done. <laughs> I'm one step behind you. You just tell me where to throw it. <laughs> All right. Um, is there a way around these people if they're uh make a I guess Croker and Rolthor probably make um, perception checks. Nineteen for me. Unnatural twenty. Okay. So what you see does appear to be it's there's a gnome and a dwarf there. 
and they appear to be kind of deferring to this other humanoid, it stands up and kind of turns around and is talking to them. And it looks like a human in an algorithm's armor. So it has, it's the cape, it's the kind of mini plate weave that you guys have seen. It's the helmet that looks kind of, it's, it's like a, it's, it's like a blue and silver version of Emperor Palpatine's guard is what this thing really looks like. Except instead of the eye slit that was red the last time you guys encountered him, you can see just it's open and you can see human eyes or humanoid eyes um, out of it. And it's just, it's talking to the dwarf and the gnome. Um, it appears to be, you guys rolled really high. It appears to be giving some sort of orders and the dwarf and the gnome both just take off. They take off um, kind of away from you and toward the palace, which is not terribly far away. You're probably within a quarter mile of the palace. The robe figure then kind of turns and kneels again to um, the remnants of the statue of Calcula. So what you're saying is there's only one left. That's correct, yes. Get them, boys. Oh. Yep. Get them, Ray. I suppose we should walk up and ask. Uh, well, how far away from uh, Terry and Priel's place are we? Uh, you're not far at all. All these buildings are kind of clustered. Like I say, you're you're in the district. It's it's okay. Not far away at all. So, what do you think? Well, I pulled my axes already, so. Okay. Oh, well, then yeah. it's done. <laughs> <laughs> is this it's what we're looking made. for? <clears throat> Roll for Is this what we're looking for? I think it's about as close as we're going to get. All right. Sorry, I'm flipping between too many screens. Okay. So the are thing you, you need like, is with doing? this is with this person. Should we just attack, or should we try to That's make a deal he... with them? Um, I don't think we need to make a deal. I think the only deal we need to make is actually, yes, we should probably try and make a deal. <laughs> um, All right. Okay. What do we have to offer? Um, we have a game board. I'm just going to tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell them that we can talk to them. I'm just going to bring up Rolt and the Blight and tell can them. I hit him with my axe yet? What would you I say, mean, right? You can do whatever you want. Can I hit him with my axe yet? Croker's got his out. Don't hit them with the axe yet. We're going to talk to him first. Let us talk to him first. All right, Rothar, you lead us down there and you talk to him since you know your people and you're talking. All right. So we I just watched you, you, talk we here, just watched you play. Talk, uh, right? We watched you stare at a board for 10 minutes. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Give Rothar this one. So Rothar is walking down there. Is anyone accompanying Rothar? I'll, or are you I'll guys accompany gonna, him. Okay. And are you guys going to spread out behind him or what are the other three of you doing? Often, uh, what are you doing? I'm going to circle around. I'm going to okay. try to stay into the shadows and come off the other side since I was already being stealthy. Kind of walk right up behind Rolthar and look impressive. 
<laughs> okay. Okay, so Rolthor and Kronthud and Brightaxe are all right there. And then Croker has snuck off. Althum, what are you doing? I kind of like Croker. I'm just trying to fade into the background and be at the ready. Okay. And are you going to go with Croker or are you going to kind of do your own thing? I'm on my own. Okay. Yeah, I don't want this gangly, clanging, noise-making <laughs> knuckle dragger. Yeah, you know. Last time he... Last time he's dealt with me. It's like my son. is He's just noise with dirt on it. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So, um, Croker and Otha make stealth rolls. No? Okay. I already... Oh. Sixteen, okay. uh, not natural twenty. Nice. Okay. All well, right. So you guys know. sneak off. You're you're feeling pretty good it's about the, it. Uh, I'm using the. I thing, know. Yeah. Which is nice. See. Oof. Okay. Uh, Rolthor, you're walking up to this guy. He is again. He's kneeled on the ground, kind of in front of you. He has his back to you. All right. Um. Hold on one sec. Hold on one second, guys. I gotta pause for a second to check something out here. I'm sorry. Hold on. Sorry about that. Okay, so I'm gonna go down there and I'm gonna talk to him about. Oh, I'm just gonna go down there and say. Well, excuse me. Um, do you know anything about? me or have you heard of Ferold by any chance? The figure rises and turns um, and just kind of clicks his staff on the ground and says Ferold? Yes. He has given me a task to find a logic razor that you you your kind usually possess. Indeed we do. Why would I give it up? We are in need of assistance back in our home. And the logic razor is the one thing that will help us. And where is your home? The blight. And make a persuasion check. Ooh, one of the few things I'm good at. 22. And this blight, where is it? It is Tharok Tour. That is the name of the city. It is northeast of Alftrag. And what will you use the logic razor for? That I don't know the details of. All I can tell you is it's what is needed to save the blight. And for all, we'll use it to save the people. Well, here's the problem we have with that. And you can see the edges of his eyes are starting to glow just a little bit red. Mm. And it's not an intimidating thing. It's just, there's energy that's kind of just, it's right at the cusp of jumping out. 
says, this is the issue we have with that is we've dealt with this feral before. We've dealt with him here in Alphtrag. We've dealt with him at the Devil's Spire. We've dealt with him in La Lillian. He's an agent of sure chaos, all those and he things, can't be trusted. I'm sure all those things turned out wonderful for you. He's an agent of chaos, and he cannot be trusted. Okay, so real quick on the side note, I just make sure the logic razor is just the weapon. So if we take this guy out, I can easily pick up the weapon and walk away. It would appear so, yes. I mean, the weapon is what right. you're after. Yeah. And he has All right. the staff so that he's I, tapping is probably one of them. Okay. So at this point, I will. I'm going to attack. Okay. I'm going to toss a fireball at him. Or a firebolt, right. I mean. I'm sorry, not a fireball. All right. Roll initiative. <clears throat> Everybody can get in on this. Seven. All right. Uh, 20 through 25. Oh, what the hell? Someone got a natural one. 20 through 25. <laughs> uh, 20, uh, 19 through 15? 18. Okay. Ooh. I was a little worried there. Uh, 14 through 10? Actually, I'm 16. Sorry. You're 16? Yeah, well, I forgot. I forgot. I had initiative on it. Uh, advantage on initiative. Gotcha. And uh, Alex, you said you were fifteen. Is that right? Eighteen. Eighteen. I'm sorry. I have you guys backwards. In. Okay. All right. Uh, I had thirteen. 12. I had thirteen. Thirteen and Broker twelve. Has thirteen. Okay. And then Autumn, what'd you get? Seven. Ten. Okay. All right. So you guys are basically getting away. With a surprise round. More or less. Okay, so this thing, he's just standing there talking to you, and Rolthor decides he's going to wing a firebolt. So you're having this conversation. You're standing there. You see the eyes kind of go red a little bit, and Rolthor, you just flick a mode of fire at him. Like, what do you, how far away do you want to go? Yeah, about 10 feet. I mean, I didn't go right up next to him, so to talk to him. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm about 10 feet away. Okay. And as I cast a firebolt, I'm going to tell him, you can either come with us, but that weapon is coming back. And then you fling it. Okay, roll your attack. Yep. Eighteen. Okay. All right, so um, 18, it, it hits them, but it just absorbs into the mini plate. And that kicks things off, so Kronthud, you're going to go ahead and go next, and then we'll start at the top. So Kronthud, you see Rolthor hit this, uh, fling this firebolt. It hits the guy, but it just it literally just melts into the plate. There's no damage. Does it? It like, does. Let me let me rephrase. It yeah, does yeah. not count as a hit. I'm just flavoring it that way because he was close, but it does not count as a hit. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So it didn't like yeah. get soaked in by it. Correct. I, he did not yeah. do fire damage. Oh, also, um, roll, th roll a d20. Yeah. This, de this will determine whether or not I use magic if he sprouts a, f a flower out of his ear. Uh, One? Okay. You roll a d4. Do I turn into a 
up. Oh, he disappears. Oh, oh, he is oh. banished to another realm. Oh, it's all about the ones today. One. Okay. This one's an easy one. So you you go mute. You're unable to talk, but it's only for oh. one round. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, so, only for a round? That's okay. Wow. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Damn. But you, you're not going to be able to cast a spell with a verbal component to it the next oh, round. Oh, there you go. Okay. So, all right. Great. So, Kranta. All right. I'm going to pull out to my hammer and whack him. Okay. So, you charge to him and... And I swing. Uh, I get a non-natural 20. That hits. And a 24. That hits. Um, since I do not get any magical... Got a total of 18 points of damage. 18 points of damage. Okay. Okay. Um, so... Uh, Bradax, from your perspective, you see Rolthor fling this this firebolt at him, and it just kind of hits him, and, and it's just a glancing shot. Kronthud goes running around. Uh, Rolthor's left side goes up and hits him a couple of times. You're standing just behind Rolthor and to his right. What are you going to do? Um, well, I guess I will get all ragey and swing an axe at him couple okay. times. Rajay and cast axe. Got it. Yep. I cast axe. Recklessly, I will cast axe. Okay. Just to enhance my swinging of said axe. First one is a more than 20 to hit. Okay, that's a hit. It's a um, 26 to hit. That's a big hit. Okay. Okay, and that's a uh, um, 12 points of damage on that one. Second one is just an 18 to hit. That's a miss. Guessing that's going to miss. Yep, so you go running around Rolthor again. So Rolthor, you just see Krantha passes you on the left, Brightax passes you on the right, and they kind of pincer move into this thing. Um, oh, yeah. Krantha does his thing, and then Brightax brings the axe down on him smackety smack does a uh it, it connects pretty good the first time the second time the algorithm just begins to duck um and you just get it across his armor just cast some sparks um, that's about it also uh lightning aura so that's a 13 on my d20 okay 13 on your d20 is normal spell effect okay so i need a deck save from said yahoo okay that's gonna be pretty good hang on that is a 17. Uh, that will pass, so he only okay. gets uh, four points of lightning damage. Okay. All right, so and then psh, psh, you guys see some sparks going off on him. Croker, uh, you are probably about 40 foot away from him on his left flank. So as you are looking at it, as you are looking at the fight, um, those guys have just run into their pincer move on this thing. Uh, his back is two pieces of that statue that would provide some decent cover if you were to try to stealth up there. Uh, but you're about 40 feet away. And, and the way this thing is, this this I should have described it probably a little bit better, is um, where the statue is was kind of a bowl, right? So it was, it was you know, seats in like a half moon kind of bowl. Yep. 
around this thing. So it is, they are lower than you right now. You're, you're on the top of the kind of bowl. Oh, uh, smoking the bowl. Got it. In other yeah, words, gonna... you have the high ground. <laughs> yeah. Right. Chop but his I, legs I... off. It's over, Anakin. Wait a second. Yeah, but I, I, I can't throw my axes because they won't come back. You can still throw them. You, you just have them. to go get them. You just have oh, to go get them. Yeah. That's all the way over there. Yeah. You know, seriously, like Chappie, with this whole magic thing, you've you've castrated Croker. <laughs> you can't do anything. First, first of all, he castrated himself. Second of it's all, true. these are about 50-50. They're not. You guys just have hit the bad luck ones. <clears throat> Yeah, I spend the. I, uh, you know what? I'm gonna shoot my hand crossbow at him. Okay. So you put your bolt in and fire. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight hits. And it'll do six points of damage. Okay. And then I move up towards him. Okay. How close are you gonna move? You've got about forty feet between you and him. Well, I got 30 feet. I can move 30 feet. Okay. So I need to All get right. close so I can melee to bring my axes and my extra attacks into play. So okay. so you're about 10 feet away from them then when you finish your turn. Uh, Rolther was the one who started this. Uh, so that leaves Otham finally to you. You're about the same distance as Croker was. You're about 40 feet away, but you're on the opposite side of the bowl. You're looking down on him. Sure. Um, I uh, I pulled out a, a piece of iron. I've got a candle that I've lit, and I say chaleur metallique, and I cast um, heat metal on okay. his arm. Okay. So and first then, things. Um, yes. Roll, roll your d twenty. Oh right, 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 right. And I get a. Nat 20, bitches. Nice. Okay. Nice. Um, all right. And you cast heat metal on them? Yeah, I cast heat metal at sixth level. Okay. Um, and he has to succeed on a con saving throw. He's got to beat... Uh, what did you say? On the save DC 15. Okay. That's so... So what happens is you go to cast this and you you do your whammy, you 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 get your iron and you get your other piece and launch the spell at him. And it actually, because of the meta magic or the chaos magic at work, it actually ricochets back on you. Oh, however, sorry. however, because you're not wearing metal armor, wearing metal armor yeah. it does not have an effect on you. Yeah. So you've you've uh, you've used the slot, you you launched the spell at him, but it did not do uh, it did not do what you had expected it to so, do. So I just wasted a nat, a nat 20. That's awesome. Well, you know, it happened. <laughs> All, All right. Awesome. With that, um, the three of you who are in front of him, so Kronthod and Brightax, who are right up in his grill, and Rolthor, who's only slightly further back, um, you see his eyes go red, and he kind of pulls the um, he pulls the metal away from his face that, that was covering kind of his mouthpiece and everything goes red and you just see this this 
really this weird swirl of energy. Um, I need each of you to make an intelligence saving throw. <laughs> and you broke up a second. No, what? Make an intelligence saving throw. Well, it sounds like he set you up a little bit there, Nick. No, I actually yeah. didn't. I think, at all. I think this is. <laughs> it, it feels that way because as soon as I saw intelligence saving, I went, "Oh shit!" They're going to accuse me of doing that, but it's it's not what happened. Is this magic? You're about to find out. Oh, actually, you have advantage on it specifically. Okay, I mean, I would anyway if it was magic. Yeah, no, you because of your levels of cleric, you have uh, advantage on this. Right, uh, nine, 19 for me. Nineteen. Okay, roll throw. What'd you get? And one. One. Awesome. You didn't have to do it. Oh, I thought I did. No, Awesome did not. Uh, and Brad Axe, what'd you get? Zero. <laughs> did you just say zero? Yes, oh, I good. said zero. All right. Nice. Okay, so one on disadvantage, <laughs> and I have a minus one. I like it. All right, Krunta. Krunta, you are fine. Yeah. Um. Uh. The others are going to take. You guys take forty points of psychic damage. Cool. This was this was his big swing. Sorry. Um, and you are both incapacitated until the uh, end of its next turn. So basically, the round because he ended it. So, so basically, it, we're standing there drooling. A little bit, yeah. He pulls this metal piece away, and you guys gaze into what appears to be. It starts as beauty and order, and it's almost like Tetris. Like, everything fits just the way it's supposed to fit. So the and then it starts to warp. <laughs> and then it starts to warp into, like, bedlam. And crazy shit starts happening, and amoebas and all kinds of weird shit start happening. Um, and Holy you guys just start, tunnel. just start drooling, yeah. And, and Rolthor and Bradax, you guys are just, you're very much lost kind of in the in his his gaze of the universe all right uh then he is going to step toward rolthor and he's going to spark his logic razor real quick did did i hear somebody say something about a short rest a long time ago because i only had 60 hit points i don't think i actually marked a rest you did not get to take one because you were busy doing the teleportations. Just you were okay. working the entire time. Yeah. Um, yeah he steps that. toward Rolthor and kind of cocks his head sideways at you, and, and it's just the red eyes staring at you. And then he turns, um, and he is going to take his logic razor, and he's going to strike it at Kronthud as the only person who is, you know, able to do anything who is near him. Um, he is going to I see how that worked out. That was great. Yeah, he's gonna roll like, like piss though. I was like, I'm not gonna get hit by this because uh, Rothor is the one that threw the thing at him, but then yeah. you're sitting there. I think, I think he missed you. He got a 15. Yes, that misses. I rolled, I rolled really low. Good. So he sparks this thing and kind of flips it around and brings it down. And you have a shield, right? Yes, okay. You bring the shield up and it just sparks against that, and he just kind of holds it there. It is it is your turn. My turn. I'm going to hit him back with my hammer. Okay. Uh, the hammer. 
A hammer, motherfucker. The first one probably misses. That's a 12. That's a miss. The second one better hit. That's a 26. That definitely hits. <laughs> um, I am going to take a chance, and I am going to pump it with my with a spell, my divine smite. Okay. <laughs> I watch it come back and kill me. I'm good with that. All right. So the regular uh, the regular damage is nine. The spell damage will be. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay, roll your d twenty. Oh yeah. I got a four. Well, that sucks. So that's the oh, that's shoot. the losing attunement one. Oh good! Yay! I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> you get it back and you lose it. Well, I guess. No, no, you, I didn't no. have it back. You didn't have it back. back. That's right. That's right. I still. Okay, I still. So nothing to you. Yeah. That's right. I'm just using my hammer as a regular hammer. I'm just using my divine smite to. It does. Okay. So you, uh, yeah. Okay. Good news. Good news for you. That's why my hammer is regular damage right now. It's not magic. Right. I guess. Right. I have to, it has to be attuned to me to cause magic damage. It should still be magical, but you just can't use any of the extra special effects. I mean, it should should still be a plus whatever hammer. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 You get your plus to hit and all that. I was, I was doing the plus to hit. Yeah. I just didn't know if it counted as magic damage or not. So um, you smack him actually pretty good, and he takes a stutter step back. Uh, Bright Axe, it is you are. Then I bang the hammer. Out. I take the hammer on the shield and go boom, 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 boom. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Bright Axe is staring there. He's he's still he's just really stoned. He's just looking at the stuff move. Um, Croker, it is your turn. All right. Well, I charge him. How much? Twenty nine, nine to five. There we go. And I start swinging my axes. Are you ready? Ready. Aye, aye, Captain. All right, that's a twenty three. Okay. A oh thirteen. A miss. And a eighteen. Okay, you get one hit in there. First one hits. Oh. oh, and they're not magical, aren't they now? Yep. No, they're magical. No, they I did not. The extra whammies. I did not attune. That means they won't come back to you, but you can still get your damage in there. Yeah. Right. It's still an it's still an axe. You can still do damage. Yeah. No, I always I get my them. magic bonus with my. They both have their little magic zappy. Right. Whatever. You don't get that. Right. But That's they're still I'm... magical damage. Right. That's what I was saying. So uh, eight plus eight points of damage plus five because I charged and I have charger ability. Yeah. So uh, that would be 13 points of damage. Oh, look at you with the math. Good job. Good job. Little you know, buddy. Uh, I look at that. Okay. So you are now right up in his face as well. So there are three of you that are right on this guy. I thought I was behind him. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. You're to the left of Kronthud. So he kind of, because Kronthud had come across on him on the left, he kind of pivoted a little. So you're still kind of, 
You're on his okay. right hand side. What would have been behind him, but now is kind of on his right hand side. Okay. All right. Which puts his back to Bright X when Bright X comes out of it. All right. Um, he is not liking his tactical situation. He is going to. All of you look at him. And you see, actually, let me roll for. Okay. You see he his body just begins to. It almost looks like it's moving hyper fast. And he just is, is flitting back and forth. Um, he's still there. He just, he looks almost, almost like he's blurred in front of you. Um, roll Thor. This is your down round. Uh, so then, Otham, it's to you. That's fine. I couldn't talk anyways. Yeah, you got doubled I'm, up on that run. I'm going to cast Heat Metal fifth level with my iron. <laughs> if, if at first out. you don't succeed, okay. That's right. Melt, melt right. again. So my D20 okay. is a 12. Dude. Okay. Um, it is not good for you. Um, you yeah. are stunned. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Hang on, hang on. Make a make a uh, wisdom saving throw. How about 24? Okay, so you are not stunned. You passed your wisdom saving throw, um, and the spell worked. So go ahead and roll your damage on that. All right. That is 5d8s. And I'll have to save on a con of um, 15. And that I have to save. You have seven, so you failed it. So um, that is a total of 27. Did you say I have to roll a con save? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I failed it. Okay. Uh, 27? Yeah, damage 27. Okay. All right. So you, again, have that iron still out. You're like, this son of a bitch, I'm going to try this again. Um, And you do it, and you feel almost like weakened as you're doing it. Like there's something about you that just, oh, but you managed to overcome it. Uh, you kind of shake it off and you're able to cast and you do see his, his armor does begin to heat um, a little bit. Um, and it actually sure. quite a bit at 27. He'll have, he'll have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of my next turn. Okay. Um, shit. He really doesn't like this. He is going to... All right, screw it. He is going to... Is that concentration? Okay. He... um, Dimension doors. So the energy snaps open behind him. He takes a step through, um, and off him, he is right next to you. And he's going to go ahead and strike you with the logic razor. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, that's going to be a 
18 to hit. Uh, that just hits. Just hits, okay. Yep. All right, so. Wait. Um, oh, what damage? Sorry, go ahead. I'm working on it. Oh, it's. That is. 22 points of damage. Awesome. That's not bad. Yeah. Okay. So and he. I, I knew, um, oh, you, you see. You see Croker step to him. You do the heat metal thing. Um, and you guys are actually, you, you hit him really hard for the first couple of rounds. Um, and he just, that door opens up behind him. And he steps through and he is now right behind you and just whacks you with this thing. All right. And everybody nice. else is now roughly 40 feet away from the two of you. So you guys are up at the top of this bowl and everybody else is kind of looking up at you. Sorry, go so ahead. I, I point my finger at at uh, the, uh, what is it, what are they called? Algorith. Algorith. I point my finger at the Algorith, and um, they're momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. I say, Demonique Blame, and cast okay. Hellish Rebuke. Okay, roll your d20. So, uh, okay, it tells me to roll 2d10. No, you got to roll your d20 for the magic oh, effect, though, first. Yeah. Come on. For your magic fuck up or perfect spell. And that is behind the dice thing. Oh, a natural one. Natural one. Okay, so same thing as um, same thing as Rolthor. Uh, you go mute for go ahead and roll a D four. Why is it rolling or three? Okay, for three rounds. So anything with a uh, a verbal component to it, you're not going to be able to do for three rounds. Okay. All right. Um, oh, and wait. does the spell oh, succeed wait. or fail? The spell fails. Oh, okay. Sorry. So you're saying not no more bad Cajun? <laughs> no more bad Cajun wow. for three rounds. For three rounds. Okay. It'll come back. Trust me. All right. Um, and then off them. So that... Okay, Kronthod, you're back up. Well, now I'm about, what, 40 feet away, you said? Yes, 40 feet. He's kind of uphill from you. How does he look? Uh, from he's, where you uh, – I mean, he's still got quite a bit of fight in him, but he's he's rough compared to what you saw him. He looks like he's taken a decent number of hits. Well, I am going to – cast spirit guardians around me and then I'm going to run towards him. Okay. And what's your movement? Uh, 25. So are you going to dash to him? Uh, no, I'm going to run up as close as I can. So 25 feet. Okay. Uh, and my, it has a 15 foot radius. Ah, gotcha. So you're just getting him. Okay. So I'm going to just right. nick him. <laughs> all right. Very good. Hey, you know what? That's hey, all right. Hey, hey. So ro roll. Yeah. Before, before Nick loses it here. Um, roll roll your 20. D20. Hey, yep. I got a 17 this time. 17. <laughs> Gain a okay. two. Oh, so <laughs> I, you guys have had 17 plenty. Um, you uh, find yourself polymorphing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You find yourself polymorphing into the lonely. 
Only the lonely. Yeah. So you have the little the little spiky things you can kind of pull yourself along with and Yeah. Yeah. I see this creature uh, appear to devour Cronthud, so I attack it. No, it's, oh, no, no, we're not doing that this time. We're yeah, no, well, you guys would know from last time, but that's probably not really what happened. Okay. Um, sure? Yeah, well, I mean, you can be... Oh, never mind. Bright X, it is to you. You are now no longer stunned. Here. Oh, I'm not drilling anymore? Yay! Yeah. Okay, so, swinging, swinging. Oh, you got to get to him first. You're about 40 feet away. Uh, that should be about, about right. Okay, you're, I was yeah. going to say you're closer to 35 feet, but yeah. So you so run my up move to is 40, so I'm good. Okay. So first one is a 26 to hit. That hits. And that is a uh, 13 points of damage. Okay. The next one is a, shit, double sixes. A 16 to hit, which will not. That does not. And then let's see here. Oh shit! Oh no. Okay, that's a seventeen on the D twenty. So I'm a lonely one now, <laughs> and I don't know if it happens or not. But there's eight points of lightning damage if that goes off. But it, it does not, unfortunately. Oh, you guys just keep hitting the seventeens and the fours. Okay, well you're right up next to him as a. Lonely and Kronthud, you're right up next to him. Well, you're about 15 feet away as a lonely. Lovely. Uh, Croker, to you. You are, yeah, 40 about feet 40, away. 40, 45 feet, somewhere in that neighborhood. Yep. <clears throat> and poor Otham is up there by himself, isn't he? Uh, Bright Axe is up there now. As a thing. So. <laughs> oh, no, that's not what that's not what that was. Shit. Um. Misty step will get me there. Okay. Is that what you're doing? <sighs> how many how many people are uh disabled right now? <laughs> so Alex We're is a slug. Yeah, We're Alex is a slug. Who else is a yeah. slug? So Bright Axe and, and Cronthud are both the lonely. They're not slugs, they have their own abilities, but they're they're different. Um, Otham has just been hit pretty hard, but he's up there. Uh, and Rolthor will be coming out of his whammy here in just a second. All right, I'm going to uh, charge him. Okay. So what is it, dash? Okay. So, so that gets dash up there. I'm going to dash uh, up into him. Okay. And then... Uh, I will take my action surge to get my attack in. Okay. So action surge gives me another attack. So I attack him with my axes, melee style. Uh, that is a 21. Hits. Uh, that is a 16. 
Misses. And that is a 19. Just hits. All right, so I get two hits. Uh, so that is nine. That is 15. That is 20, because I charged. Okay. So that is, did I do that math right? Yep. All right. That is 20 points of damage. So you go barreling up his way um, and just slip right between whatever Bright Axe is and, and Otham and put your shoulder down and just kind of hack. You, you run into the guy as he staggers back and you hack and you hit him a couple times. Um, and he is looking, he's in pretty rough shape right now. He's got some visible like gashes in the armor um, and and is in, uh, he's, he's starting to back off uh, just a bit and reassess things re-examine his life choices kind of yeah um all right uh roll thor all right finally okay i am going to i can talk now i can can. spell correct if you want all right i'll be right back oh all right well i'm still going to because i don't have anything else to do but I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt. Okay. And roll your d20. No, you make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, but you got to roll your d20 for casting a spell first. Oh, thank you for that. 18. 18. Okay, this is a good one for you. So you go ahead and roll a d4. Three. Three. You may, if you so choose, in the next three rounds, you can cast the shield spell once. So you gain that, that effect that. for one. Yeah. Um, and then you said I do a what save? Dexterity saving throw. Okay. That's pretty good. I rolled a natural 19, so it's going to be a 22. At 18. So, yes, you saved, but you still will just take half damage. Which is? I'll tell you here in a second. Twenty-five. Okay. All right. So, you turn and let your emperor inner emperor palpatine go um lightning streaks across and and hits him it lights him up it doesn't do as much damage as you think it should it hurts him but it doesn't like cripple him like you're used to seeing out of this spell um he is then going to he's going to strike at croaker this time because croaker was the last one who's next to him that really hurt him he is going to roll an 18. Does that hit you? Yes. Okay. Um, we can take that downstairs. I'll put it there. I'll take it down. It's going to be 31 points of damage. With what? That is, that's his logic razor. That is force damage. 
So he turns and just whoosh, takes the lightsaber or the logic razor right down, <laughs> just right across. Yeah, sorry, Freudian slip. Uh, right across and just rips into you with it um, and does a decent amount there. Krantha, uh, it's your turn. As the lonely. Um, I am going to make my way in the, into his direction. I, hey, I does he have disadvantage on that attack? What's that? Wasn't he supposed to have disadvantage on that attack, or was that the previous round? Have you gone since then? I Honestly, I forgot about it. I'll roll it again. It was actually better. It was a 19 that time, so okay. we'll take it. All right. Yep. Sorry, Krata. We'll take it. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, move my way up towards him. Uh, I suppose because I have a movement of 30, so yeah, that'll get you there. Make it. That'll get you there, and then some. Yeah. All right. He is going to uh, try his harpoon arm attack. I love it. And. Are there at least two other creatures nearby? Oh, yeah, easily. Okay. So I get to advantage on my roll. Okay. Because I'm not lonely, I guess. 24 to hit. Yeah, that does it. Oh, geez. I didn't even have to go. I didn't realize I have a reach of 60 feet. I was going to say, I thought Chris said you can <laughs> fling those well, things. Yeah. There's a lot to read here, and I did. I skipped right, over that right. one little thing. Uh, right. That's okay, because I want to be next to him anyway, because I love him. All right. Um so he hits him for 21 damage, piercing damage. Really? Yep. Wow. Okay. 4d8 plus 3. Oof. Yeah, that really hurt him. And then the target is grappled. He has an escape DC of 15 when it's his okay. turn. Uh, and so now when he's grappled, I actually have to do my, if I grapple him, then I use my sorrowful embrace as my second attack. Okay. Uh, he has to make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. Wisdom. Okay. Yep. Oh, that's going to be borderline. Cause he's got good wisdom, but I rolled low. That is not borderline. I got a nine. Oh, nine. Okay. So he takes Ouch. another 19 damage, psychic damage. Oh. <laughs> oh, psychic damage? Hang on. Psychic damage. Okay. <laughs> All right. So wow. you, <laughs> you stab him with this thing, and he, um, he, that clearly hurts him really badly. Uh, the psychic damage doesn't have to seem to have an effect on him, but gotcha. okay. you you got him good with the harpoon. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Bright Axe. You are right there. Right. Uh, so I guess that's the same thing. I'm gonna harpoon him. Okay. Because yeah, that's <laughs> because what harpoons. I got. <laughs> um. Because they is do he... way more damage than my own stuff. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I like I, being the lonely. Can I just make a lonely I character? Make, <laughs> I tried to make it a creature that didn't suck with the polymorphs. I was like, all right. I don't want to screw you guys too badly. 
Okay, that's a 25 to hit. That definitely hits. Um, so that's 4d8. That's 12. And 10 is 22 plus 3 is 25 points of damage. Okay. And he is grappled by me, too. Oh, my gosh. So you guys have both, in very short order, fling, fling, these harpoons go, and they... Um, Roll Thor, it's pretty awesome for you because you're you're sitting there staring at him, and all of a sudden you see the harpoon kind of go through, kind of in one part of its chest and kind of come out near the back clavicle, and then the other part goes into his gut and kind of comes out where his kidney is, and he is held. I mean, he is right there, and he is barely hanging on. Um, it is, however, Croker's turn. All right. Well, let's get to it. He didn't pour it away again, did he? No, he's he's grappled in place right now. Oh yeah, so I'm just gonna fucking hammer him. Okay. Uh, that is a. Well, that's a nine. So that's an eighteen. Eighteen does not do it. Uh, that is a twenty-three. That does it. And that is a eighteen again. All right. So roll your damage. So just one hit? Just one hit. I don't get any type of advantage because he was grappled and just you, holding you're there. probably not going to need it. Uh, Ten points of damage. Yep, you get him. So uh, you you see this guy, he gets grappled, just thoom, thoom, these, these harpoons jet into him and just, just they're holding him in place and you just kind of flip the axe up and, you know, bring it right across his throat and it just blood just squirts out and then it changes from blood to this thicker. well it, it yeah it kind of it, it gets thicker than blood and then it turns into energy and then you see him start to glow a little bit and then voomph, the armor just collapses empty oh that's the kenobi on us yeah well, a little bit there yeah. can be only one but it drops the uh the logic razor drops as well. Um, it lands on the ground um, and it, it un, unsparks. It's just kind of the staff portion of it. All right, we pick it up and go. Okay. And the two lonelies are very sad. The two lonelies are they're very sad, but they're not lonely because they have each other. We're hugging. Hug. Yes, that's right. See, Krontha, Okay, that wasn't even difficult. He uh, says, am I back to am, am I back to myself, or how long how long am I lonely? Um, it I, it depends. Are you guys going to stick around for a little while? Or are you going to get moving? It it takes just a few minutes to wear off. No, we want to get the hell out of Dodge. Yes. Right. Take everything. Take the take the lightsaber. Take the armor. Okay, so as you guys start moving, and, and eventually, you know, like I say, it's a couple of minutes, uh, Bradax and, and Krontud, um switch back to normal. Um, you did, guys did make quite a ruckus, and so you can hear people shouting. It's like guards, and it's, they're shouting, and if you understand Orcish, um, or whatever goblins speak, do goblins speak what? Goblin? Goblinoid? Goblin. Something? Goblin? They speak goblin. I would, I would understand goblin. You would understand that. Um, it's They're calling out to each other. They're they know something happened. They don't know what. They're kind of sweeping the area. They're searching the area. So I relay that to the rest of the team. Okay. 
where what is your destination where are you guys headed back to doll reginalds okay all right um each of you make quick stealth checks for me growth i just want to say we got lucky this time oh my god all right awesome what'd you get 26 who's clunky nice Wow. I'm clunky. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. I saw your roll. Bright X, which Bright X, what'd you get? Four. Four. Oh, oh wait, Bright. sorry, I have an advantage. Hang on. Yeah. Seventeen. Seventeen. Oh, okay, that's, that's, that's all right. That swings from a failure to a success. That's pretty good. Cro right. uh, Croker. Uh ten. Okay. Cronthud? Sixteen. Okay. I didn't know and it was eight. I didn't know you were able to get a ten. Well, I ran. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> that does it. And roll for what'd you get? Yeah, I'm allowed one of this group. I got a four. A four. four. All right. I must be celebrating our victory. You must be. So you guys do attract some attention. Um, it is, you know, just for sake of not having to, you know, play out you guys murdering a bunch of guards that you're going to easily be able to murder. Um, you do manage to give them the slip. You do have to oh. slit a throat or two. Okay. Um, but you guys, you guys were really close on uh, on your DC on this one. It was, in fact, Kronthud, You barely put them over. <laughs> so um, you guys do manage to. It's it's a little while yet, but you do manage to make it back to the Reginald place, um, and you get back into the basement there. Um, you feel like you weren't followed. You're not positive. No. All right. Well, I think we need to set up a, uh, a watch for the evening and we need to rest so that we can uh, get our abilities back so we can teleport out of here. Sounds like a great idea. All right. And just for um, ease of, because we're getting up on 10 o'clock here, um, just for ease of going through, is there any conversation that anyone wants to have on their watches? Uh, I maybe want to have a talk with Rothar. Okay. I guess I can. Roll for race. I'll be. I assume you're spending some of this time uh, checking out the logic razor as well, right? Or not? Yeah, I'll check it out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I will examine. The Unless his daddy told him not to. No, I have. I might have another plan in mind for it. Okay. So make an intelligence check. Uh, 23. 23. There is something really familiar about this thing. And you're not quite placing what it is, but it's, it's, you don't know if it's the material it's made of. You don't know. It's just something is scratching a real itch in the back of your head that you, this, this very strongly reminds you of something. You just can't put your finger on it. But it's really close right. and you feel like, you feel like if you were to uh, spend some more time with this thing, that it, it might come to you. You're just kind of scratching your brain. You're just you're fuzzy because you just you know you took kind of a beating back there, and it was you know you're just you guys are tired. And, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, if I put my finger actually on it, will it come to me then? 
I can just touch it a no, little bit. You can't. He said you can't put your finger on it. Yeah. Hey, uh, um, not able to. Are you are you trying to trying. as as you're playing with? I mean, you've been examining. Are you trying to activate it or anything like that? You look right down the barrel of it. Yeah. And then yeah. I use it to you scratch know, the back of my head. Cut yourself and yeah. activate it with your blood, maybe. There you go. Oh. Well, I mean, I yeah, I, I as I examine it, I'm going to try and see if anything activates at it while I'm just slightly pointing towards Bright Axe, maybe because he can handle it. <laughs> All right. What what is your intelligence? Eighteen. Eighteen. <laughs> Make he's pretty smart. He is pretty smart. I didn't know if he was going to get there or not. Uh, make a make an intelligence check. Make another one. Can, can I not use charisma? That's the only thing that's better. Yeah, I know. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. So, Krantha, you keep trying to start a conversation with him, and he's he's half paying attention to you, and this thing. It sparks for you. It doesn't hold, but the blade sparks briefly. And you can you can feel it. I mean, it is, for all intents and purposes, this is an extension of your conscious intelligent thought. It's it's almost as though it's almost as though it's it's your mind as 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 brought to life as a as as a like a physical manifestation of your mind and it doesn't stay it sparks the blade kind of comes out it comes out about halfway as to what the algorithm had it and then it kind of fizzles out but you realize you're right on top of a discovery here okay that was that was pretty uh that was pretty good rule Yeah, there's something very unique about this, and hopefully I can figure it out before we get back to the blight. So you have pretty much right now. <laughs> is Feral, yeah, is Feral to... supposed to be back when we get back? Or was he going somewhere else? I don't know if he's supposed to be back. He just left, and he didn't really tell us what he was going to be doing. Yeah, I'm he not sure. I'm not sure why them. I even asked. To be honest, yeah, I knew the answer. He 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 made some deal and he left through one a teleportation circle. He could be at the by the time we get back. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't tell anyone his actual plans. He's not a sharer. No, he's not a sharer. And as I've traveled around here lately, and the way he has started to treat me a little bit more, I, I'm tiring of his game a little bit. Well, that's what I was going to ask you about. What exactly is the is your motivation for wanting his uh, his approval? Mm-hmm. Why is it that you I still the wish... Same as any kid, uh, I imagine it's the same as any kid wanting the approval of their father figure person who raised them, the person who taught them everything that he knows. But at some point it's time to break it might be time to break away. Well, I can tell you from experience that uh what you just said is absolutely correct. You 
you may care about him and you may have uh, you may have some feelings about wanting to impress him but you are now very impressive about who you are right now uh, and if he doesn't see that that's his problem because uh, speaking from experience your father can change into something else and sometimes you have to sever that connection yes that is very true and as I've observed the world around me more and more than I've ever had in the past I've I've seen these things and I've also have now started noticing him you know, having other students showing them favor and if I fall out of favor he will regret that so he has other current students is that what you're saying mm, he, he has other people that I'm sure he is working with I, I know he was making a deal with someone at back where we were, but I don't know who it was. He just left with them. And the way he has treated me lately is, is starting to wear on even my will, my determination. Yes. It's almost like he's pit, trying and, to pit you and Otham against each other, praising Otham while, uh, while making you seem like the lesser of the two children. He may be doing that, I would agree. And normally I would be concerned about that, but it's awesome, so I'm still not that worried. So all of these feelings and these ideas that you're coming up with, that you're feeling right now, is this what's sparking on your, uh, maybe you're, you're looking for your former father? Or is that just pure revenge? Mm -hmm. No, that's pure revenge still at this point. I've gotten to the point where I may not need that uh, fatherly affection anymore. As I'm learning, they, they just disappoint at every turn, at least the ones in my life. And if we do end now, up finding your father, your true father, at some point, will there be a conversation or will there only be fire? No. There will only be fire. Well, you know, you're resistant to fire, so maybe electricity would be better. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I will use my new toy that I've picked up here. Oh, that's only a fair outlet. You have it back. What does he intend to use it for? You said it needs to. uh, I don't know. He didn't explain, of course. And he may he may not get it back. I haven't decided yet. Well, I am with you, Rolthor, on either, either way. I am not sure that I trust Feralt, but he seems to be a means to an end at this point. So if you decide to keep it, yeah, and I just don't, we'll help. I just don't know if that end is the, yeah, and I just don't know if that end is the same end that us or myself need to try and get to. Well, at this point, Anything that's against this dragon and his minions seems to be what we need to stop. Because our world has changed into True. something that even we can't contend with as oft- as easily. True. So as you guys... I mean, so, 
Go ahead. Nope, that's it. True. Okay. All true. So, so as you guys finish up this conversation, if no one else wants, I, you guys tell me, but if no one else wants to do anything, we can finish up our long rest. I want to make sure I reattune with all my magic items. Absolutely. You guys have the opportunity to do that. Matt, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, Brightaxe, do you have any, uh, do you want to discuss your, your game experience at all? I kind of felt like maybe I could talk to you and you could talk it out or something. Sure. All right. So we're going to, we'll do that. So uh, that game you played, Brightaxe, what, uh, I mean, you, we told you what we saw. You just like leaned forward and, and, we're staring at the game for a while. What you asked, you asked us, did you see him? What, what did you see? Well, if you feel like talking about it. I'm still trying to understand it. I, I apparently was somehow in a position where I was sitting with a older man at a, at this game table and playing a game and, it was something I hadn't experienced before, conversation and interaction, uh, contests that didn't involve blood and weapons. Interesting. Well, there, there is that side to life. I know, I know you've had a pretty pretty rough life with with your your people and i mean that's kind of your way but there are other ways i mean and it sounds like this uh this game maybe piqued your interest maybe i mean does that i know you're you're always going to be a fighter there's no doubt about that but certainly raises some questions um but also you know, I've been kind of a wash in confusion anyway. I left home to try to achieve a task worthy of Alski, my love. And since we've gotten out, I've seen many things and met all of you and been a cloth seller and collected candelabras and wheels of cheese and played a game of dragon chess and it's I'm just confused well let, let me tell you this um, you know I, I don't claim to be the smartest guy around but if you want to talk and have a conversation. Uh, I certainly would be willing to do that. I'm, I'm a little concerned about that. I mean, it's magic and we don't know how it works. We can get a set of dragon chests, a regular one, and you and I can play if you want to explore that. So just, just know that. Yes. And be careful with that. I mean, that's unknown magic. We don't know what this man you were speaking to or whatever he was, we don't, we don't know anything about him, man. And oh, I, I don't disagree. Um, but it, 
as I said, it, it was just a very different experience. Uh, he just had conversation. It was strange. Right, well. I felt nothing um, nothing uh, malicious about it. He wasn't threatening to you or anything? No. Huh. We just talked and right. played. Okay, well, the offer stands. I just, I, I, even though you didn't feel any danger from her, uh, I just, I, there's some magic items out there. If you don't know how they work, they can be super dangerous, and I'm, I'd hate for something to happen to you. So I appreciate the concern. Yeah, and What's, we can talk anytime. Speaking of that, what do you think about this um, fleet that uh, our friend was talking about bringing back? Are you referring to Dobermill? Yeah, Dobermill. Well, I mean, sounds, I don't know, sounds like it might be something that could be useful, but, right, Dobermill's on our side. He's, he was the guy that refurbished the ship for us. Um. Well, he was the, the Minotaur who captured the princess that everybody was looking for. He inadvertently caused you guys a bunch of trouble, but ostensibly he's on your side. Okay. Well, you know, I, I, I just think, you know, we might need to keep an eye on him a little bit, but it seems like he's with us. So, um, you know, that's, that's more... If he's got a fleet, um, I, I just don't know how dangerous this evil that we're facing. I, I don't know if, you know, I don't know how, what size his fleet is or, or Dobermill's fleet. And, um, anyway, I, I, I mean, I like the idea of more people with us. I like that. So what do you think? I, as as a member of a Reaver clan, it definitely sparks my interest to be at the head of a clan, at the head of a fleet, heading into battle. But wow. it, rank, it rankles my fur that he suggests giving it to me. as if I were not strong enough to achieve it myself. Well, I think you should think, look at it from the standpoint of, I mean, he didn't say that he thought that you weren't strong enough to get there yourself, did he? I, I guess I see how that could be inferred, but I, I think, I think that him willing to give it to you is, showing that he believes you're strong enough to do it. That may be, but I, I feel that 
he and I will come into conflict before it is all done. Because giving command of a fleet is not the Reaver way. Hmm. All right. As you guys, this conversation kind of wears on into the night, um, you all do manage to get a long rest in. So you can go ahead and click that. Um, and as the morning breaks with you, you've got uh, a handful. You've got uh, uh, Karth and a handful of his people. And then you've got yourselves and you've got the day ahead of you. So are you going to teleport them out first? Is that my understanding? Okay. And is, is Rolthor doing that? Yes, Rolthor uh, is doing that. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, go ahead, Rolthor, roll a D20 for me. And they step into the circle and the, the, you know, the runes begin to glow. Nineteen. Nineteen. And they're gone. Okay. And now are you going to do it for yourselves? No. Hopefully. Yep. Okay. All right. Roll. So are you casting this or is uh, you're, you're still casting this because you want to save the scroll? Well, 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 yeah. hold on a second. Do we, have we determined if this magic is done by cast magic is, is using the scroll be safer? Mm, I don't understand magic. <laughs> What's the Come worst on. that could happen? Go for it, Rolfer. <laughs> All right, Rolfer, yeah. roll your d20. All right. I mean, hopefully I'll get another 19. Or a 17. 16? Or a 4. Or a 16. <laughs> 16? Yeah, 16. All right. You guys disappear. When you get to the other side, so the, the teleportation, it's it's kind of... So last time you guys teleported as a group, you teleported into Alftrag, and it caused you severe pain um, to the point where some of you even took damage from it. Um, this time, you get, you get the bends a little bit, but it doesn't actually do any damage to you. Um, but on the other side, you're not... You're just in a completely blackened room. As your senses kind of come back to you, uh, the first thing that hits you is the smell. And Bright Axe, it hits you in particular. Um, okay. You smell brine and fish and conch and seaweed and wet sand. And as your eyes adjust for a moment, you realize you're actually, you're not where you expect it to be. You're not in the blight. You're in a cave. Huh. So, and as you take a look around, you see on the walls, there are, um, there are different carvings in the walls and you recognize immediately uh, it's, it's art that's very similar to things that your people did long ago. Um, you see it's, it's almost, it's, it's not quite hieroglyphics, but it's very close to that sort of thing. And as you realize, you know, that the air hits your nostrils, um, mm -hmm. you just feel, you feel a sensation you haven't felt in a while. 
and you guys exit the cave. So it's a short walk. It's just, it's literally, it's you're inside of a cave and it's is, a, you know, it's a 15 yard walk. Go is ahead. this a, a cave like I might have been in, in my youth that it's, I might remember specifically, or is it just a cave similar to? It's a cave similar to. It reminds you very much of it though. And as you walk, as you get closer to the mouth of the cave, there's a lot of kind of sand that comes in and you can hear waves crashing against something. Um, and as you get out, the sun hits you and it blinds all of you for just a few seconds. And you take a long look around and you see it's not a beach like a pristine sandy beach. There's a lot of rock and the waves are hitting the rocks and they're, they're sharp and they're jagged. And you can see in the distance out to sea. Um, and it's probably half a mile off the coast. I don't know what visibility looks like in the ocean, but half a mile off the coast, you see a handful of ships. And you take a or look around you and you see native vegetation and realize that you have somehow jumped to the adamantine islands and you are home hmm. or at least close to home roll thor <clears throat> i don't think that spell worked but i like the results gentlemen welcome to my home okay oh great <laughs> and that's probably where we'll end tonight <laughs> <laughs>